Live from our man caves in Hawaii and Virginia, this is MLS Gone Wild, where Blem, Poopus, and Mike D bring you the latest news, rumors, analytics, predictions, and all things MLS and American soccer. Let's get it going, boys. So guys, welcome to MLS Gone Wild. We're live on Instagram right now. We got about 25 minutes until the crew kicks off their first match of the MLS is back tournament. Uh, we've seen five games so far. We just finished up the Atlanta and New York Red Bulls game. I'm here with Poopus, one of my co-hosts. You know, my, what's up, everybody? How's it going? How's it going, everybody? The the funny co-host of MLS Gone Wild. Thank you, Poopus, for always keeping it light. I have to. Have to for you guys. We just saw the New York Red Bulls become the first team to score a goal in the first half of one of these MLS's back challenge games. It looked like Atlanta struggled without Joseph Martinez. Poopus, what did you think about that game? I think they did. I think Atlanta did struggle without Joseph Martinez. Honestly, I was expecting, like, J.J. Williams or Adam John to start over, uh, I mean, Rosetto. Yeah. yeah, over over him. Since, I, you, know, you know, they have a little bit more, you know, experience in MLS and stuff like that. But – so I mean that was the surprise there. So I was, I mean, you still gotta you still gotta do what you gotta do in the MLS. Like you can't make any excuses without having your star player. So you still expect like the most out of your your team. But I was not expecting that out of the Rebels at all. Yeah, the Red Bulls start for them. The Red Bulls are a sneaky team. They don't have a lot of big name players outside of Daniel Royer and Aaron Long. Um, you know, but it was. Interesting that Ezekiel Barco didn't start and he didn't come into the game at all. I think he could have possibly been a, a game changer. I don't oh, know. He if did, come in the game. did he come into the game? Yeah, he did come in the game. I must, have, uh, I must have went to the refrigerator to grab a white claw. Um, you did something because he did come in the game. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. He did, he did come in the game? Yeah, he did. Oh, I must have missed it. Um, but I think it's interesting that he, he didn't start. Um. But, you know, that's that's to go with the Columbus crew. You know, the Columbus crew, I, I read an article from the Columbus Dispatch earlier that Pedro Santos isn't starting. So, you know, with these teams having five subs, I think they're going to be strategic on how they're – if they're starting all of their star players right away or, you know, if they're going to bring them in to be game changers in the 60th minute. Uh, do you know when uh, Barco came in the game? Uh, it was uh, – I know it was in the second half for sure. Well, I think it was like – I'm not, I don't want to guess, like, what minute it was because I have no idea. But I know he came in the game. So, I know him and Peter Mar- Peter Martinez was – like, they were working together a little bit. Yeah, they – I don't know. I'm so used to, you know, Atlanta's still such a fresh team, at least in my mind, that – Matthew, we'll get to your question soon. Uh, you know, Atlanta's still such a, a young – not a young team, but a new team to the league in my mind that I'm still just lost in the, you know, Joseph Martinez and Miguel Almarone days that I expect a certain level of play. And today the, and today the Red Bulls pressed their asses off and they literally pressured the ball every time the ball went into the midfield and the ball got to the foot of the six. Um, they looked so, so good at, at pressing, you know, Chris Armas's team was uh, phenomenal. Uh, Atlanta, oh. Atlanta wasn't ready for what New York was throwing at them tonight. It wasn't, but I mean, coming coming from Atlanta, like you gotta be you gotta be ready. Being one of the top teams at MLS, 
Like you, like what past past two seasons have been in MLS playoffs too. Like I mean, your your roster is pretty stacked alone. So like you gotta be gotta be ready for whatever comes to you. To be honest. Yeah, and at the same time, New York has had Atlanta's number through the. I think they've played. This is their ninth game they played. I believe numbers could be wrong here for me. Um, it's eleven o'clock. It's eleven o'clock. My computer just notified me. Um, I just heard that eleven o'clock. Atlanta only has one win in all the games that they played, and Red Bulls now has six. Um, so you know, despite how ready Atlanta could be, New York has their number. Like I said, they don't have a lot of big name players like. Ezekiel Barcos, PT Martinez, Joseph Martinez when he's uh, when he's healthy, all those guys up top. They don't really have those, uh, you know. They don't they don't necessarily have those names. And you know, we saw a goal today by Florian Velo, who hasn't played in a couple of years due to ACL injuries. We saw that goal in the fourth minute. Like he's a great player, but it, these players on New York Red Bulls just don't get enough credit. And people that are doing. Matthew taught or Matthew down here in the comments, you know, the MLS is back challenge tournament, uh, you know, on you know, everybody picks their two teams or wildcard teams. And, um, you know, it's basically fantasy soccer for this tournament, but you're just picking teams. Like most, most people are going to pick just because of the recent years. They're going to play. They're going to probably pick Atlanta first, just because, like I said, they're the new Fred yeah. and everybody just thinks of them and, you know, the people that really don't watch every week or don't really follow like we follow think of, you know, Atlanta's, Atlanta's like LAFC, but right now they're not. They have a bunch of new players, and they had their best strikers hurt, so. I mean, it's still, still no excuse. Like, you're a top team in MLS, so you should be ready for anything, honestly. Yeah. One one big thing, and this will, this will be a good segue, one big thing I noticed is that there was – uh, a, a disconnect in Atlanta's midfield today playing against New York, against the Red Bulls. Uh, Emerson Hyndman and Mo Adams were playing in the midfield, and somebody was playing um, above them in the midfield. But there just seemed to be a hole that wasn't necessarily connected. A player that used to play for Atlanta that now plays for the black and gold, the yellow soccer team, the best team in the MLS, Darlington Nagby. He gets the start tonight in the Hell is Real Derby. Darby. I don't know which one to say, Derby, Derby. I don't Derby, know. Derby, it's all the same shit, so it's okay. Same, same, same you know. Um, but, yeah, he gets the start tonight, and he really does lock up a midfield. So, Poopus, the Hell is Real rivalry is rather new. Um, the first time that they met was in 2017, was in the U.S. Open Cup, and that's Cincinnati beat the crew. One nothing. One nothing. In the U.S. Open Cup. So that was 2017. They were still in the USL Championship. Yep. And so in 2019, FC Cincinnati joined the MLS. Since then, they've played. Uh, 2018. Uh, well, they uh, – from what I'm seeing, it's uh, it might have been 2018, but they didn't play in 2018. They played two other games, and they were both in 2019. Well, 2018, 2019, like, that's when they first got yeah, brought yeah. up in the MLS system as being one of the MLS teams to come ahead. Right. So, in 2019, they played two times. Last year, they played two times. First game, tied 2-2. Two to two. Yep, 2-2. Two to two, Like, the Columbus crew were actually down 2 nothing in the first half. And then 
Zardes scored one goal, and then San, you had Santos score that banger upper 90 in that game. And then Columbus had so many chances in the second half after that, but they just couldn't put a ball away, so they ended up tying 2-2. But after that, 20-2019, the crew, like, demolished them pretty much in the first half. They were up 3 nothing in the first half, so. Yeah. So through the first two games, the the Columbus crew were winless. You know, they they lost in the USL Open Cup, and that's the game where Cincinnati ended up moving on to the to the quarterfinals of the US Open Cup as a USL team. There's always David and Goliath matches in that tournament, and that was that just so happened to be one of them. And then the two to two tie. So through the first two games, like hell is real looks like, you know, the MLS team maybe isn't that good. The team that is part of the original, you know, uh, charter of teams in the MLS, maybe they're really not that uh, the the first team to have a soccer specific stadium in a you know in, in the United States in the MLS. Maybe they're not that good. And I saw something earlier where fans were talking about how it feels like a, a big brother, little brother feel, but both teams feel like they have a big brother. Um, so Cincinnati, you know, they have a huge following and not sure exactly of the attendance numbers, but I know that Cincinnati brings in more fans per game to, um, to, to games. So it's, it's, it's a very young rivalry. It's a geographical rivalry. It's not one just created by the MLS. Um, we've seen the first game of the tournament was a rivalry. We watched Miami and Orlando, and there were more fouls in that game than I've seen in a long time. It came out super aggressive, especially Dom Dwyer. Hey. What'd you think about your boy Dom? <laughs> Man, my boy, my boy Dom, like he was, he was aggressive as hell in that game. Super aggressive. He came out full, full head of steam, like right from the start, which. I mean, yeah, like, as a forward, you got to do. But, man, that man does has no cool down at all yeah. during the game. None. Yeah, so to give – so and we just saw a rivalry as well. More of a MLS-made rivalry. That's, um, you know, they, it's New York Red Bulls versus Atlanta. The Red Bulls have been a pretty consistent team in Atlanta's in the East, so they've dubbed it as a rivalry. In my eyes, it's just two good teams. Playing, but playing New York games. fucking showed them up today, so they did. They certainly them up big time. So, Poopus. One other thing that before we really dig any deeper into the Columbus Crew, and we'll keep this short so we can get to the game and you know watch that come back on at halftime. But Fox has Fox and Fox Sports One has. Um, generated crowd noise throughout the throughout their broadcast. Did you like that? Oh, absolutely loved it, honestly. And like, I think Fox's broadcast is like so much superior over ESPN. Like, they were actually inside the huddle during like water breaks and stuff like that. I love that part. I love hearing the coaches speak. Oh yeah. So, and they had coach inter- coaches interviews. They had commercials at the water breaks. Like, they, yeah. and they, I love that. Like. If ESPN is not going to do like fan based stuff, like the uh, you know elevated attendance, like speaking wise, then why why don't you even go inside the huddle? Like Don Garber says, like oh I'm going to have advanced audio and everything like that. ESPN has shown nothing like that. Pretty much Fox is taking over that shit right now. 
Yeah, and Fox has been running the MLS game a little bit longer than ESPN has, but I mean, it doesn't take a, you know, it doesn't take. I mean, ESPN should understand what they should have to do. Well, you got, you got Mr. Cheese It Man, Taylor Twelman, up there. So I was like, come on now. You should like that's a that's a legend himself, like in the MLS. Yeah, let, let me get with that. Let me get some broadcast team ones, man. With that broadcast team, like, come on now, like you should be ready for it. You should have everything like that. ESPN is such a big, such a big television network, anyways, to be to begin with. Mm-hmm. So you're like, you're you're gonna let Fox take over your television network. I'd rather watch Fox right now than ESPN any day for MLS coverage. Yeah. No, I agree, and we're getting ready to see the Columbus crew face off against, like we said, their geographical rival, uh, Cincinnati FC. If you had to hear one chant, you, uh, you used to be a part of Nordica back in the day <laughs> when you weren't in Hawaii and you weren't in, up in Watertown. What's one chant that you would want to hear? Just a boy, a boy in Columbus. Right there, baby. Lots of right there. I love it. I love it. Uh, I, know, it. I, I know when I was watching that last game – uh, they did the "Where You Go Will Follow," um, so uh, I would like to hear that one for the Columbus Crew, um, because for both of you and I, you know, we both moved on, you know. But you know, it's it's we we reverse roles, you know. We follow the crew, but wherever we go, we still follow them. Yep, exactly. Uh, we and we we've been waiting on this game for a hundred and something <laughs> days, and but, that's why I'm drinking. I'm drinking plenty for this game over here in Hawaii, so. Plenty for them to go around. Yeah, I'm. I'm just hitting a couple claws. I, I might get a little something more serious going here after we get off this broadcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, half, so halftime in the in the post match uh, IG live might be a little bit more interesting. I, I wish this game happened a little bit earlier so more people would tune in. But hey, it's only enough for me. It's only five o'clock here. So uh, yeah, it's all Hawaii time. All right, so. I'm gonna go ahead and give the lineups, and then we can like make players that are gonna st- that we think are gonna stand out, and then we can make our predictions, and then we can get the hell off here. And go. All right, let's go. All right, so for Cincinnati, Abdul Salam, Frankie Amaya, uh, De Jong, Garza, Cubo, uh, Katuta Mane, ex crew player. I like that. Madunian, Patterson, Regatten, Titon, and Waston. For the Columbus crew, Eli Room, Jimenez, your boy Warm Gore, yep. Jonathan Mensa, Harrison Afool, Artur, our man, Darlington Nagby, uh, Mokhtar, Zelrayon, Diaz, Zardes. So who are a couple players that you think are going to stand out in this game? Zelrayon, for sure. I think he's going to have a goal in this game. And then Zardes, I hope. I hope he puts one in. I know he can't really finish too much, so especially from last season. But I hope he actually puts one in this, like this game right here. Like we got, we have to score in the first half. We have to. That's that's a big thing for us right now. We have to score in the first half. It's only happened once in five games in this tournament so far. A, it was New York Red Bulls tonight. Yeah. So for me, I'll touch on the crew first, just because you know we're biased. I just talked about the hole that was the hole that was in Atlanta's midfield. I think Darlington Nagby is going to be the rock and the well, Cruz midfield. Not even that. Like the Columbus defense is so strong, though. Like so, you got Mensa back there, you got Warmberger. Yeah, we are, like, we are we are missing Melton Vin- Valenzuela tonight, and we're not sure what that's about. Pedro Santos is out of the lineup. Neither of those guys are even on the bench. 
Uh, so I'm not sure if they picked up an injury or what's going on. I hope they have a well, speed recovery. Like we're, still, we're still pretty sad with our defense, though. I think oh, we're yeah. still pretty oh, yeah. strong. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the good thing about the Columbus crew is they're one of the most deep teams in the league um, at all positions, to be honest with you. I know earlier on the, the first broadcast they talked about Sebastian Berhalter coming into a game. Uh, you know, Greg Berhalter's son, the U.S. Men's National Team's um, – you know, his the, the U.S. Men's National Team coaches – his son, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Right, trouble getting to that part. <laughs> I, 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 I forgot to say the coach's son. I, you know, but you know, there's a chance to see him with the, the five substitutions that happen, and we, we're playing FC Cincinnati. I wish some of our FC Cincinnati folks could have been on here tonight to talk. I mean, about I mean, you have Stom, aka Brad Guzon, aka any Ballman in the MLS. Period. So yeah, I I thought the referee was actually Stom. To be honest with you, he was a bald guy too. I mean, I think I see Stom every day when I see a bald person, so it's okay. <laughs> Cincinnati doesn't even know who their coach is. <laughs> uh, but well, yeah, I, he does though. He, he might make a change though. He might make a difference. So we'll see. Yeah, but outside of uh, Darlington Nagby, uh, Madunian, I think he's always a player to watch. The the big midfielder they used to play for Philadelphia, big left footed midfielder. Uh, he, he's a really good player. Uh, I also like Frankie Amaya, their other central midfielder. Kubo, Kubo is their, one of their most recent signings. I think he'll be fun to watch. And Greg Garza, ex-Atlanta midfielder. But hear me out. And hear me out. You cannot cheer for any FC Cincinnati player at all. Hey, hey We're group fans over here. I'm we're trying not fans. to I know where I'm lost. I know where I'm lost podcast. But hell no, we're not cheering for the Cincinnati team. I'm trying so. not to be too biased. But, yeah, I mean – I think Zardes, so the last time they played, Zardes bagged two and Diaz bagged one. They're both in the they're both in the in the game right now. I think Zardes bagged two tonight. I said in one of the recent podcasts that I think that um who did I say was gonna win the golden boot? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um left mid for LAFC. I can't remember right now. Rossi, Rossi. Diego Rossi, thank you. You have a better brain than me. Believe that. Okay, that's, that's kind of surprising, too, because I'm a little slow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but I think, <laughs> I was say, saying what I'm saying, I think Zardes can bag two this game. I think Zardes could win the golden boot if they go far enough to do so. I think Zardes is going to be a, a consistent contributor to their to their goal count. I know what you're going to say. I know you're going to say that he misses a lot of opportunities, but – the Columbus no, I'm not going to say that. I, my, my money's on Zaylor Ron. Okay. Hands okay. down, golden boot winner right there. I, I hope he comes in today and looks like the best midfielder we've seen through the first six I games. want him to have two goals tonight. That's why I want to have, have him. Two goals. All right, so we're doing all these predictions. What is going to be the end score of this game? I think the crew will score first half. I think it's going to be one nothing crew at the first half. And then I think it's going to finish. I think it's going to finish three to two, honestly. Mm. Who's going to score for Cincy? I don't even care. Honestly, I hate Cincy, so I yeah. don't give a shit, to be Cincinnati, honest. Cincinnati's missing one of their best strikers, LaCadia. Um, I mean, what? Derek <laughs> Maddox is sitting out because, I mean, he's having so much trouble, too. So Yeah. yeah. Nobody knows, nobody knows what's going on with Darren Maddox. He's just yeah. I, I, on the team right now. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to end – Last game they played ended three to one. I'm gonna say a two one cruiser. 
don't see I don't see Cincinnati putting up more than one goal. But okay. I, I do see them putting in some. I, I see them putting something in on us, possibly after we score two, or maybe tying it one to one, and then the crew wins it. Uh, but I see the crew winning two to one. I just hope there's a lot of goals just to make it exciting, honestly, because hell is real, baby. Come on. Like, you can't get any better than that. Hell is real, man. When you travel. Hope is aggressive as hell. When you, it has to be aggressive tonight. When you travel those 100 or so miles down 71, Interstate 71 in Ohio, you will see that sign on the way down to either Cincinnati or on your way up to Columbus. Hell is real. It's the nickname the fans decided on. Um, I love the nickname. Whoever loses that drive back. Ain't going to be the crew. That ain't going to be the crew. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, whoever loses that drive right back. Now. I really don't care. It ain't going to be the crew. All right. Well, Poopus, I don't have anything else. Um, you got anything else? Nope. Let's just get this game started. That's all I'm going to say. All right, cool. We got about four minutes till kickoff. We'll see you guys at halftime. Peace out. Let go, baby. Let's go. Woo! Let's go, crew, baby! Let's go, crew! Love yeah! it! <laughs> Love it! It was a hell of a half. I would have fucking started with that shit. Woo! Yes! It was a hell of a half. Crew! All right, so they say. Uh, you know, in these kind of tournaments and World Cup-style tournaments, big players really make the difference. Well, we've got some big players on the Columbus crew, bigger players than FC Cincinnati has. What do you make of Zellerion and Zardes in the first 45 minutes? Oh, Zellerion? Dirty. Dirty. Dirty, my man. For real. That free kick? Oh, my goodness. That's my golden boot runner, too. Like, oh, my goodness. Dirty. Yeah, That's all I gotta say that Frenchie was filthy, filthy as hell. Yeah, Zella was real. Hell was real. He's been Sorry. on a he's been on a different level throughout this whole first half, uh, running at players, turning, going forward with the ball, breaking lines. He's been phenomenal in the first half, and that goal, to be honest with you, I don't know if the post was slick because of the rainstorm earlier, because everything got delayed or what, but let me tell you. That free kick, I had I had a little bit of a feeling before we kicked that ball that we were going to get a bucket, and um, it was filthy. It was a filthy right-footed goal, probably three yards outside of the 18, 21 yards away, right side of the box, right off the near stick, hit that, bounced uh, bounced uh, to to the back stick into the into the back corner, nestled in nicely, very nice goal. Uh, Dylan, Dylan just brought up a very good point. We are exploiting the right side. Luis Diaz is running down the left side of Cincinnati's defense like it is a wide-open highway. Poopus, I know throughout the first half we were talking and you were saying how fast Luis Diaz is. Um, do you think he's the X factor in this game, or what are you making of Luis Diaz's form or his, his form and his performance so far in this match? Right, I'm going to say he's the X factor, but – He's a big he's a big part of like Columbus's like full formation, honestly. Because he's been in the ball a lot. So he's a big factor of like right now. So I feel like the second half I feel like he's gonna like he's gonna turn this shit up. So we'll see what happens though. 
Yeah, we'll see. We still have. So, unfortunately, uh, Vito Warmbore, he got hurt. Looked like some kind of right knee injury. Um, Sad. Sad. Def That's definitely. Right there. Yeah, he's done for today. Unfortunately, I'm going to go ahead and say it here first. He's probably done for the tournament. Um, I wish him a speedy recovery and whatever that injury may be. But, you know, in this tournament, like I said earlier, we have five subs. We still have four subs left. Um, is there anybody in the crew that's not playing right now that you would like to see come in the game that would be a good substitute? Uh, I mean, I guess, like, you want to go with Burhalter because everybody's been talking about him. So, bring Burhalter in. Do what he does. If you score his goal, man, hell yeah. You yeah, him, him, Aiden Morris. Um, you know, some of the younger guys that signed to homegrown contracts, it'd be nice to bring those guys in. To be honest with you, I'm going to say this very comfortably and confidently right now that a, a lot of people say a 2-0 lead is the most dangerous lead in the game. But I, I may come back to eat my own words. I hope I don't. But I think that the crew are probably going to run away with this game. Um, I predicted a 2-1 win, but I can see this thing ending 5-0, to be honest with you. I feel like I feel like this game is going to end 4-1, honestly. 4-1. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I honestly don't see them scoring a goal. Our defense is so sound. Our midfield, Darlington Nagby, looked absolutely phenomenal in the first half. His positioning on the field is second to none in the MLS. Uh, when players are around him, his actual body positioning, uh, drawing fouls, creating space for himself, and turning, uh, turning to find the next player. He is the one of the most phenomenal defensive midfielders and one of the best possession-based players in the MLS. So, we've talked about a couple of big-name players so far. What do you make of Zardes? You know, I told I, I said Zardes was going to score two. He's got one. He's had other chances. Do you think? Hey, I said I said Zaylor Ramos going to score a goal too. You did. did. We, we called it. We did call that. He did. He scored a goal. I feel like Zaylor Ramos going to have one more goal. One more goal in this game. Somebody else has got to score too. Who's going to be? Uh, I feel like. All right, we'll go with Zardes, too. We'll go okay. with Zardes. Well, they, they, they each finish with two. So, early in, early in the match, probably first 20 minutes, Frankie Amaya and uh, what's his name? Uh, Madunianen. They settled in very nicely for Cincinnati. They looked comfortable. They were spraying the ball around. FC Cincinnati had a number of chances. Um, some were more dangerous than others. But from about the 25th minute or so on, the Columbus crew really flipped a switch, like Drake said. And the Columbus crew just um, possessed the ball and attacked on a different level that FC Cincinnati was, you know, the first 20 minutes they got used to playing the way they played and they weren't ready for the Columbus crew to flip that switch. Um, do you think the Columbus – obviously, I mean, you said the Columbus crew is going to finish 4-1. I said 5-0, so we think the same thing. Uh, are there any adjustments that you think FC Cincinnati could make to this game, to their formation, to the players they have on the field that could um, change the way things go in the second half? I mean, 
I don't know, cause like Stumble like trying to make a point right now for his first like for, for his first step. So, I mean, I don't know if we can do anything different. Are you sweating? Are you sweating? What? Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking, I'm sweating bad. <laughs> it's hot here. Tell man, it's that Hawaii heat. It's hot here. Look at this shit. Like, yeah. Before it's sweating bad. I don't know. I mean, it's you know all. Like we said in our last podcast, all three of these first group games, they all count for points to the regular season. So, uh, you know, and they, they're also playing, you know, if you are crown champion in this tournament, you get a million-dollar uh, prize and then a trip to the CONCACAF Champions League tournament next year. So uh, you have incentives to try to win this game in this tournament. So, you know, while the damage is already done 2-0, uh, I, I think that, you know, unfortunately, Lacardi is out for FC Cincinnati. Their, um, their player that went out on loan to, to Brighton uh, in English Premier League, he's, he's injured right now with a right thigh injury. I, I, they probably wish that he was here. He's their designated player. Uh, he signed that contract, so they probably wish he was here right now. And I think he could make a little bit of a difference in this game, especially with Warm Gore being out. But I honestly don't see what kind of changes they can make that's going to affect the crew. The crew is such a possession-oriented team and a disciplined team, a defensive-oriented team that, you know, I, I don't see it making much of a difference. Yeah, Gar- Garz is going to stay quiet back there, Bill. He ain't going to do much back there, man. Maybe pick up a red card. I know oh, he, he plays a little oh, bit aggressive style. <laughs> Come from Orlando fan. That's hard to say. That's hard to say. Yeah. All right, well, guys, the poopus, unless you have anything else, we can go ahead and you know, sign out of here. <laughs> poopus, do you have any hot takes for the staff? Oh, Nani. Oh, my. <laughs> yes. Hey, everybody yeah. loves Nani. Everybody loves Nani. That's a hot take right there. Yeah. I everybody can... loves him. Yeah. Everybody sucks the best out of him. So, for the people that didn't or are not watching our IG live and did not listen to our last podcast, we predicted the Inter Miami game against Orlando FC. Me, Poopus, and Mike D all picked Inter Miami. I was the furthest off, I picked it to be 4 to 2. Before that, I also said Nani was going to be the best player on the pitch, and since then, I haven't gotten, I, I, I haven't stopped getting made fun of by Poopus because Poopus thinks I'm Captain Obvious. It is Captain Obvious. Everybody knows Nani. Come on up. Like, hey, somebody had to oh. say. It's a, it's a fact. It's a somebody's got to say a fact. <laughs> I mean, all right. Well, you said a fact, but everybody knows Nani. Everybody does. Hey, not everybody knows everything. We're out here to educate the people. Okay, so we're educating people on hell is real right now. Well, let's go, crew. We're up to nothing, so let's go, baby. Let's go, crew. Let's go, crew. Yo, say la boy, la boy, Columbus. Woo! All right, uh, that's it for our halftime rendition of the hell. Hell is real, Derby, Darby, whatever. Derby, uh, Derby. <laughs> Derby, Derby, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Kentucky Derby. We'll catch you guys at the end of the game. Peace. Let's go, baby.
MLS Gun Wild is back for the post game. That was a that was a huge second half. They scored two in the first, two in the second. Uh, halftime, he projected a four zero dub, and that's what we get. So that's the biggest crew win since 2015 when they beat DC United five nil. Additionally, no team. There hasn't been a game in the first, other than the Cruz game, no game in the first five games that there's been four goals scored in the game. And the Cruz scored four goals by themselves. The crew looked like a well-oiled machine tonight. What do you think we can do in this group with, we've already beat Cincinnati, we have Atlanta and New York Red Bulls on the horizon. What do you think we can do with those two teams? Oh, we play like this, they. Honestly, we could be we could be Atlanta. We get we can be actually like like Red Bulls too. So I think I think we're in good hands right now. Yeah, I think I think the Red Bulls game will be a little bit tougher than the Atlanta game. The Atlanta Atlanta just looks a little bit popular, to be honest with you. They, they look a little sloppy, honestly. Yeah. Especially their defense. Their yeah. defense looks sloppy. Yeah, and New York just seems like they're very, uh, you know, they're a young team that's very well put together. They have a very good scheme, very good coach that's coached on the – he's played on the national level, Chris Armas. Um, so I, I hold true to my statement saying that Columbus is going to finish first and New York will come in second in this group. Poopus, how do you feel how this, this group will finish? Hey, Columbus coming first, baby. That's all I got to say. Columbus – First, they are finishing first. Who's coming in second? Who's going through the knockout stages other than the crew? I want to say Red Bulls now. Honestly, I really do. I want to yeah. say New York Red Bulls. Because Atlanta, I don't know. They look like they don't have it at all. They really don't. Um, is Cincinnati that bad, or was it just a bad day for them? <laughs> no. <laughs> Go ahead. Cincinnati is bad. Oh. It doesn't even matter if you have Brad Guzan as coach, drop Stomp. Like it doesn't even matter who you have as coach. They they all they all blow as coach. So it does it does not even matter. You can put anybody in his in his coach at, at like at FC Cincinnati. They all they all suck. Yeah, they just honestly they have a bad team. So, we already talked about the two goals that we saw in the first half. Let's talk about the two goals we saw in the second half. The first goal came in the 49th minute. Zardes, his second goal, his brace. Zellerion, assist from the right-hand side. My Early. baby. My baby. Put it, on a a winner. put it on a laser beam to Zardes' left foot to put it into the, the back stick. What did you think of that? Beautiful. Absolutely Beautiful. And it and Zellerion free kick, oh my goodness, can't get any better than that. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was a great early ball, brilliant finish by uh, Giassi Zardes. He didn't have to do a whole lot other than put his foot on the ball. Phenomenal ball, phenomenal early ball, probably 40, 45 yards in the air to his left foot, just straight to the back of the net. Next goal, Giannis Mokhtar, Zellerion, hockey assist. Um, really good finish by Mokhtar there to make it 4-0 for the Columbus crew and uh, get them the goal differential that they won and they need in the in Group E. Who was your man Who was your man of the match? 
has to be my baby's other round. Honestly. Has to. Has to. Yeah, I know Giassi Zardes scored the two goals, but there was nobody. Well, I could argue that Darlington Nagby was just as influential. Um, but from a numbers standpoint, assists and goals, you know, Zellerion had his goal, his free kick goal that was absolutely filthy. And then his assist to Giassi Zardes that no 21 of the players on that pitch wouldn't have picked out. And he picked it out. And then his hockey assist to Giannis Mokhtar, easy. On man of the match. Through a 4-0 win. Poopin, do you have anything else to add to this? Absolutely filthy. I love my crew. I love them all, honestly. I love yeah. them all. Yeah, next next Thursday, the Columbus crew plays New York Red Bulls at 1030. And then the Thursday after that, the Columbus crew plays Atlanta at 8 p.m. Those are our next two upcoming features. The first win in a tournament like this is a huge win. So Columbus crew take a step in the right direction. We'll see where we go from here. Uh, but I think it's going to be good things to come. Oh, it will. It will. I Honestly, I can't. I cannot wait for that crew of Rebels game, to be honest. I'm looking forward. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm looking forward, forward more to that than the crew Atlanta game, to be honest. I am the, the way I after I saw Atlanta play today, like eh, it's a little sketchy. So, yeah, the the Columbus Crew and New York Red Bull game could be the best game of the tournament. To be honest with you, scheme wise, coach wise, Caleb Porter, Chris, gonna be a great game. I mean, even today after today, the Crew says that again. Everyone's looking forward to that. And look at that shit. Like Crew Crew ended up top four nothing, four nil on that shit. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hell is real, Cincinnati. Uh, I know it's you've only played one game, but I'm gonna go ahead. You guys might as well book your ticket home. You guys gotta go. Sorry, y'all are second fiddle in Ohio. Y'all are gonna be one of the first. Boo! Yeah, that's all I gotta say. Y'all are gonna be one of the first teams to leave Orlando. Sorry about it. Um, we'll catch y'all next time we play in the regular season. I'm sorry, Cincinnati. Let me tell you. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my goodness, that was sad. That was... yeah, they're they're gonna have to reevaluate and come up with a better game plan for the next game they come out. But I don't see them beating Atlanta or New York, so it's book your plane tickets, go home. Don't eat cheese. It's I'm just like that today against the crew. Oh hell no! Yeah, don't hell eat. No. Don't eat Cheez-Its, though, on your way back to Cincinnati because Taylor Tillman will, you know, he'll he'll no, really. they can. They can because they're about to be gone, so it doesn't even matter. But it doesn't they're... matter if they eat Cheez-Its. But if they eat Cheez-Its, they're going to bring the coronavirus back to the whole city of Cincinnati, Poopus. I mean, Ohio has already had enough cases of fucking coronavirus, so it doesn't even matter. Hey, man, if you eat the hot and spicy ones, you'll be safe, all right? The heat kills No, the cedar ones. Cedar. <laughs> all right, well... Uh, Poops, I don't have anything else, so I'm going to go ahead and close this out. Guys, we we did an IG Live tonight. We did it in three different segments. We're going to try to piece this thing together for a podcast. Poops Let's go crew, there. baby. Let's go crew, baby. Let's Poops. go crew. Um, so, y'all, thank you guys if you tune in, if you guys watch after the fact on our Instagram page, MLS underscore gone underscore wild underscore podcast. Lots of underscores. It's even hard to say, <laughs> especially after you have some white claw. It's difficult to say. 
but you guys go check out all the the live videos it looks like i watched one of them back and there was a little bit of a lag between the video and the audio but we're going to export the audio to anchor and put that shit up on uh apple spotify and anchor so give it a listen uh, we haven't really had a chance to highlight the Columbus Crew team yet, and we really had a chance to dig a little bit deep tonight and really get into the Hell is Real Derby. So you guys go check it out, rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Until possibly Monday, hint, hint, wink, wink. Uh, we're trying to get something worked out for Monday evening, have something out possibly Tuesday. You guys uh, give our old podcasts a listen. Give us uh, Give us a review. Uh, check Poopus out on Twitter. He's pretty active. Always active, baby. Always active. He he likes to flirt with MLS call up. So just you know, interact with him there. <laughs> I <think laughs> we're gonna, I think we're gonna have a bet honestly coming up with MLS call up. So check check that out. It's it should be coming up soon. Either they're gonna join us or we're gonna join them. I'm putting the pressure on right now. We'll take a video of this and send it to him. We'll keep this thing going. Guys, take it easy. Uh, I'm going to log on to Verdansk right now. I'm going to drop into the war zone, hot drop on lumber. Catch y'all next time. Go crew, baby. Let's go crew. Yo, say Lavoy, Lavoy, Columbus. Woo! Let's go crew.